it's Jose. It is J and not A. Today is Jose's day, my day. Should I restart this podcast? Um, to um, talk at you. I absolutely love my Friday uh, podcast. I love recording them. I hope you like listening to them. Um, I heard that Alicia basically offered you to send her a DM. If you have any questions or any topics that you would love for me to, if you know me a little bit and you're like, oh, I would love for her to talk about that in her life. This is a moment where I can like talk more about my personal journey or my personal beliefs without um, a conversation with Alicia, which I obviously adore. Um, but yeah, so I can certainly bring up any topics that are more related to moi. So hello. Um, okay. Today, I want to talk about being your own hype girl. And um, I know that if you know me, you know that this is a strong belief that I have about um, positivity in your brain and you being your own hype girl, you being your own adult. It's quite funny because I think that Jeff is definitely my adult. Um, but in terms of my emotions, I am in charge of my own emotions. I am the adult in charge of my emotions. And unfortunately, when you choose to procreate and have children, you're also the adults uh, in charge of your children's emotions. And I think that's actually why parenting is actually extra hard is because of dealing with other people's emotions like your kids. But anyways, let's go back to being your own adult. Um, I want to talk about how being my own hype girl has really served me, how it has served me with my personal life, how it serves me in my marriage, how it serves me with my relationships, how it serves me with body image, body acceptance, how it has served me with my weight loss journey, how it, it has, has served me, that's hard to say for a French person, um, during my maintenance journey. And how it really is serving me with my business as well. And so if I really think about it, being my own hype girl has served me in all aspects of my life. And if I could help you um, get closer and closer to being your own hype girl, I would feel so happy about that. And I would be so proud, I'm proud of you. And you would be proud of you because you would be your own hype girl. Okay, so... Why do I always say that is because I think that you guys need to understand that success. So success can, I mean, it's so relative and it, everyone has a different uh, definition of what it means. But I do think that success is when one creates uh, happy, sustainable relationships and um, happy, sustainable income and job and just more like there's more like consistency. And I think that that's success, right? When you have consistency and in your consistency, you're happy. Um, okay. So I've really worked hard to be my own hype girl. So I want you to know that. I want you to know that it's not something that I was like born with. Um, I do think that we all have things that we kind of grew up with. I grew up in a home, a very positive and cheerful home. Um, so therefore I had tons of love and tons of hyping going on. Um, but at the end of the day, I still, you know, dealt with, um, childhood obesity and struggled with, um, you know, people making fun of me. And so you definitely still, no matter what you grew up, grow up on, um, you still have to create that inner confidence and that inner belief that you are enough and that you, um, you can do whatever. And I think that that's scary. And, to think that, I don't know, for me, it's like, 
<laughs> both are true. It's like scary, but at the same time, so empowering because I'm in charge and I freaking love being in charge. So you want me to be in charge of something? I got those. So it's the minute I find and I find anxiety in things that I do not have control in. Where for others, maybe they find anxiety in things that they do have control and they're not sure of themselves. See? So see how everyone's so different, right? Okay. Okay. Um, I did a live way back um, on our on our community group and I, I've it was like just one of those days where I thought, thank God I have a really high uh, emotional maturity and that I highly believe in myself and I'm my own hype girl. And then I realized how that was a skill that I had created and it's, it's created through your language, right? Because being your own hype girl, what is that? That's just you cheering your yourself on. That's you having your back. And I always say that like my brain, my brain has my back. And so if I need to relax and eat ice cream, my brain has my back and says, you know what, Josie, you go ahead and enjoy that guilt-free. And like, it has my back. It's like my best friend. But when, uh, let's say I were to not work out, eat ice cream, be on the couch, kind of feel like a potato and just be like, you know what I mean? Um, my brain would also be like, you can do better. You deserve better. So it's like, it, it does everything that a best friend would do, right? A best friend is not just there to be like, sure, do whatever you want. No, a best friend is to get you, to help you to get back up and also to say, calm down and relax a little bit, right? So I know that maybe you do have best friends that do that for you, but if you can learn to do that for yourself as an adult, that is a skill that's going to like pay off big time. So my language, um, especially if you're listening to this and you're on a weight loss journey, imagine if you were acting like your best friend and you were actually your own hype girl and you were, uh, you were ultimately always like you're always, you always have your back. So you don't get on the scale and you're like, you suck. Like that's not you having your back. That your best friend would never say that, you know? So you know, I've heard that you have to be your own best friend and I get it. But for me, it's like, have your back, like be your own hype girl. Like I rarely, and that's another thing that I noticed about me. And that's like new. I don't, I, that's why I'm like, I wasn't always like this. I really worked hard on the language around who I am, what I look like and my worth. I had to really work hard on that. I think that for me, the pandemic really triggered this journey for me. In 2020, I chose to, it's like when the pandemic hit something, I am not sure what you guys, but it was literally like, I was ready to embark on the, I was okay. It's like, it was a moment where I was like tired of not embracing the body that I was in. Um, and it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's like the body that I was in, in that moment. Right. And if I can learn to embrace anybody, the one that I currently have, it'll be pretty much easier for me to embrace any body because I've worked on the language behind embracing what my body can do for me, what's important to me in regards of what my body can do for me. Right. Um, so in 2020, I really started to be my own hype girl when it came to body image. 
I think I've always been my own hype girl. Like I, the, the skill of being my own hype girl during my weight loss journey might've come more earlier than 2020, but in terms of body image, I struggled. Like it doesn't matter how thin I would have gotten or how fit I looked or whatever. I still had work to do. And to think that I was like negative about my body. No, like I was never like, you suck, you're ugly. Like that would have never, that's not part of my language and it never has. Um, but I definitely was not at the level of body acceptance that I have right now, let's say five years ago, um, or even three years ago, honestly. So for me, when I embarked on that journey of being my own hype girl in regards to how I look, okay. Um, I think that tons of people are like, oh, well it might be easy for you because look at your arms. Uh, like I, if you, first of all, it's not about me. Your journey embracing your body is not about me and my journey embracing mine. Um, so, I mean, that could be its own podcast, you know, don't make things about you. What you need to understand is, is how I did that and the skills that I acquired and worked on. You can do that in your own life. Okay. So, um, for me, it was mostly my lower body my lower body is full of loose skin and cellulite. It does not really match my upper body. Um, it kind of has its own look. Um, and my way to, uh, I guess, accept my lower body was to not hide it, but yes, in some ways only find things that were really flattering, uh, which is totally fine. I still do that. I think we all do that. I think that finding clothes that really make you feel good is, is definitely, <laughs> something that you need to do and not put on clothes that make you feel like shit. Um, but I know that my intentions behind hiding it was not to make myself feel good. It was to hide it. You see what I mean? It wasn't because I had accepted it, but I was just trying to like, uh, feel good in my skin. It was actually the opposite. I was trying to hide the fact that this was happening. And I also was still Googling dumb shit, like how to lose thigh fat. Like I was still doing that, not going to lie. Okay. So clearly I still had work to do. Clearly I still had some issues there of not accepting it because I'm still Googling. Right. And so, um, the thing, the thing is, is I think in 2020, something happened where I realized that I did not want to do more. I did not want to do more. I did not want to lose more weight. I did not want to change my lifestyle. I did not want to go to the gym and lift weights and create muscle. Like I did not want to do those things. And so if I'm not willing to do anything different, I'm not going to get a different body. Um, and even if I were to try to do that, I wouldn't probably get the body that I'm hoping I'm going to get. But anyways, it's not about that. It's about me not wanting to do more work. Basically, I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to keep my lifestyle, loved my lifestyle and this was the body that my lifestyle was ultimately giving me. Like, if you want to live this life, this is, this is your look. This is the body that comes with that life. Um, and I, I had accepted that lifestyle all like wholeheartedly, but the body that came with it, I was like, really? <laughs> That's it. So I was tired of chasing. I, I'm like also someone that's like uh, so honest when I don't want to do something. And I'm like, I'm not working harder. Like, I don't want to do more exercise. I don't want to spend more time at the gym. I don't want to squat. I don't want to do these things. Therefore, Jose, you're going to have to like shut up and, and accept. This is an accept and like, do I have to love my body? 
do I have to love every part of my body? No, but I do think that I have to accept what it is and not what it is not. And I think that once I started doing that, I still use that language today. I went shopping the other day and I was like trying on pants and I'm still like my lower body. I do not love. I definitely do not love my lower body. I actually love my upper body. Um, and I would say that, um, I would not change anything if, if, if I didn't, you know, I'd be fine, but my lower body, I would trade that in a heartbeat. Right. And I was trying on pants and whatever. And, and I was like, oh, freaking lower body. Huh? And then I'm like, Jose, like in that moment, I had a moment where I'm like, I was, I was basically in that moment. I'm like, wish it was like that. You know, I was thinking of a look that I'd like, like wish I had like long lean legs or wish I had like, didn't have all that extra, um, cellulite in the back and my booty and just like everything that it was not. And so I'm like, it doesn't, who cares about what it is not. <laughs> you have to embrace what it is. And this is it. This is what it is. And you shouldn't, sometimes I'm like, it shouldn't be like that. It's, there's no shouldn't when it comes to how your body looks. It is what it is. It's not like it shouldn't be that way. So for me, there comes a time where you, if you don't want to make changes to how you're living your life, this is it. This is what it should look like with how you live your life. And, and if you love the way you live your life and your body, you don't feel trapped. You feel like you're really living your life to the max. This is it. Um, and that like, all of it is okay. It's like me and having literally no breast. I have no breast. Okay. And you know, I could be like, it shouldn't be that way. Well, obviously it should be because it is, this is, this is how your body choose to chose to be. Like you can't be like, it shouldn't be that way. Now, if you choose to get liposuction or, uh, belly, what's that? Um, wow. You guys are going to be screaming at me, you know, when they, do a tummy tuck. There you go. A tummy tuck or even a breast, you know, breast implants or whatever. Um, I, if that, if that makes you feel, um, not feel, but, 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 but I just want to make sure I say the right thing here. It's not about if that makes you love your body more. Absolutely not. But if that makes you feel more comfortable in your skin, those are two different things. Um, I am, definitely for it. Like, absolutely. Um, so you do you again, what you do with your body has nothing to do with me. So I could not care less. I, I need to figure out what I want to do with mine. Right. So, um, yeah, <laughs> wow. It went from body image to my own hype girl. But anyways, um, I, I just wanted you to know that I wanted to put the conversation on the table and I wanted you to reflect. This is 15 minutes and it's supposed to be around 10. Of course, I can't stop talking and I have basically two podcasts in one, but I want you to reflect. Am I my own hype girl? Do Am I often the person that brings myself down after someone else maybe has brought me, you know, given me some sort of um, uh, compliment? You know, if someone says something like, wow, you really, you, you've lost weight. Maybe that's a compliment to you. And you're like, yes. And I feel great. Um, I've never been this happy. I'm really, really feeling the energy. Or are you the person that's like, yeah, but I have another 50 to go. Like, oof, that's not really hyping yourself up here. Um, I do have to say that I am, I do, I am my own best friend. 
I know my heart. I know my truth. I know my intentions. And because I've trained my brain to know the real me, and that's self-awareness, but because I've trained my brain to know the real me, what I want, what makes me happy, my brain makes helps me create the behaviors that I need to do, make, whatever, live by to get that life. Wow, that was amazing. You see what I mean? Like, because I have such high awareness of who I am and what truly makes me happy with years, I've trained my brain to almost force me to behave in that way. Isn't that beautiful? So think about how you can really start to learn about yourself. And once you know yourself a lot and you have like, you really know who you are and you keep connected to who that is, um, you'll see that the brain, like your thoughts about yourself become more and more positive because you know yourself so much and you're, you should be, you should want happiness for yourself. All right, everyone. Okay. I'm going to go before I keep going on another subject. Um, happy Friday. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. We are just having fun over here. Join us anytime. Okay. Bye.